Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hello, hello, and welcome into another episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, marketing director, brand strategist, and mom of two daughters who fill me with equal measures of love and anxiety. Got kind of a fun topic I want to dive into today, and honestly, once I figured this out, I felt like I unlocked a new level of parenting. So this falls into the category of mom hacks for sure. And I'm definitely talking to those of you who are parents of multiples, uh, more than one child, especially if they're the same gender, because I think this is definitely going to be helpful. I want to start off by outlining the situation here, and I think that a lot of you will be able to relate So fall is in the air here. Yes, even down in Alabama, temperatures are starting to cool down. So it's definitely time to retire the shorts and tank tops for the season. And when that happens, I get the girls up for school in the morning and then I have to tell them that it is pants weather. And reluctantly, the girls dig in their drawers, come out five minutes later for breakfast, and little one is, you know, wearing something that at one time were well-fitting pants. And now they're like capris. Uh, In the words of my own mother, you know, it looks like they're waiting for a flood. Does she care? No, but I care. Uh, Definitely rocking the mismatched socks in plain sight because her favorite pair of pants are now well above her ankles. These kids never stop growing. And lucky for my younger daughter, I am well prepared for this. So I ventured into the garage, what I call the wall of storage, and dig out the Rubbermaid tub neatly labeled with a 8. Take it upstairs, open it up in her room, and there is the jackpot. Problem solved. Having two girls means that there are plenty of hand-me-downs for the little sister. My girls are three and a half years apart. Uh, One born in the fall and the other born in the spring. And I was given advice with the first to pack up clothes that she outgrew and keep them ready for the next one. I assumed there would be a next one, but there were no guarantees and certainly no guarantees it would be another girl. So the Rubbermaid containers stacked up really quickly and took up a lot of valuable real estate. By the time number two came along, I was honestly praying for another girl just to not have to buy all new stuff or figure out what to do with all the clothes sitting in storage. The first time I went to dig into one of those Rubbermaid tubs, I basically just cursed my former self for the way I sort of haphazardly threw clothes and other items into boxes and shoved them into a corner. I had nothing labeled, everything halfway folded, and the containers were bursting so full I could barely even move them. Now that I've been through several cycles of updating wardrobes, I like to think I've learned a thing or two. 
And the bottom line is more prep on the front end makes the process easier leading into the second use. I want to share with you my hand-me-down hacks. Starting with the hand-me-do's of Storage 101. How and where to store all the clothes, supplies, and toys kids outgrow is half the battle. It's tough to know what you'll need again and when you might need it. The first hand-me-do here is to find those airtight containers. Invest in plastic containers with lids that lock into place. Handles are awesome. Clear Rubbermaid storage boxes hold a ton and let you see what you're working with when you stack them up in a closet, basement, attic, or garage. The Space Saver sealed bags are also genius. You do not want dirt, dust, or bugs getting into this good stuff. I also learned early on not to make these boxes too heavy. Think about where you'll store the boxes. Plastic tubs come in all shapes and sizes. Is it more beneficial to have fewer larger bins or more smaller ones? The boxes will get heavy fast, so plan ahead. Carrying them up and down stairs or a ladder will not make for a very fun experience if the boxes are too wide to carry or bursting at the seams. I have definitely learned that the hard way. Next comes labeling. It doesn't have to be fancy, but make the size of the items visible from both the side and the end. I use really simple note cards or post-its with the size written in marker and just slip it down the inside between the side and the clothes to keep it protected. Placing the size info on the inside keeps it easy to read and can travel with the clothes when you need to move them or reuse the container. No tape and no permanent writing on the box. I also learned how to sort by season. If you have the time and patience, sorting by season is really helpful. When they're young, they go through things so fast that you may not have a lot of one particular size. But once they get older, you might have an entire calendar year in the same size. And if you live in a climate that experiences multiple seasons, separating the fleece from the tanks can save you some time later. My last hand-me-do hack here is to keep all the parts. When disassembling big things like cribs, swings, bouncers, all the good stuff, having all the pieces will be critical for the next use. Take a small Ziploc bag and stick every single nut and bolt inside. Use painter's tape to stick it right to the piece itself. If you have the assembly instructions, put those in there as well. If not, Labeling the piece with tape is also helpful for later. You can always Google the assembly guide. Those are my hand-me-do's that have been super helpful. But let's talk about some of the hand-me-don'ts. Hindsight is 2020, of course. So when it's time to make the change and pack up the drawers, you will want to pack it all up. You just never know what you'll need for the next kid, right? Wrong. There are just some things that don't need to be saved. Here's a couple examples. White onesies. A baby's wardrobe staple, but they just aren't built for the long haul. They outgrow them quickly and also destroy them. They're also dirt cheap. You'll think that they are small so you can fit many into a box, but if you do that now, you'll open the box later to a crusted pile of yuck. Also, maybe learn that one the hard way as well. 
You might look at something and say to yourself, that's just a small tear, I'll fix it when we need it again, or that stain isn't that noticeable. I'm just going to save you the time and tell you the truth now. You won't fix it later, and you will care about that stain. If it's something easily replaced later, just toss it now. If it's something special occasion, family heirloom, or especially pricey, then take the time to treat it immediately. Don't even pack it up until you have addressed the issue with a needle and thread or some stain remover. The last hand-me-don't, socks and underwear. I don't really think I need to go into much detail here. Just trust me on the fact that every kid deserves fresh socks and fresh underwear. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. Now I've shared with you my hand-me-do's and my hand-me-don'ts, but let's talk about how to pass these things on. If there's no more hand-me-downs in your future, what do you do? Kids come with so much stuff. If you don't have a sibling to pass it down to, there are several alternatives that should be on your radar beyond garage sales and goodwill. Some involve making a bit of that investment back, but there are also many, many agencies and people in your area that would be grateful to have anything you no longer need in your home. The first tip on how to pass it on is consignment. Think of it as using a retail store to sell your used goods. You take everything to the store, the store sells it, and then takes a percentage cut of each sale. The prep for you is similar to a garage sale. You'll need to inventory and price things yourself, but the store does the rest of the work. I'm certainly not an expert on consignment, and honestly, I haven't found it that helpful myself, but I also don't know that I've tried super hard But I do know a lot of people who love baby items on consignment, both buying and selling. The next resource is buy, sell, and trade groups. If you live in a big neighborhood like I do, then this might be a great resource to recycle things among friends and neighbors. These groups are typically closed Facebook groups, open to only residents or members of a particular network, often neighborhoods, churches, and school districts. You can buy, sell, and trade good quality items of all kinds for kids of all ages. Then you have Facebook Marketplace. Similar to buy, sell, and trade groups, but open and not specific to any one group. It's Facebook's version of Craigslist for users. It includes an easy-to-use search feature, and you can determine who sees your posts and how exactly the exchange will happen. Again, you do the pricing and you do the listing yourself. Giving to a friend in need is also a great option. Be a good friend and pass along the things you have to an expectant mother. Ask if there are things she needs or better yet, offer up a shopping experience in your storage bins. My last recommendation for all the baby gear you no longer need is donations. 
Foster care, daycares, women's shelters, and the Red Cross are just some examples of agencies always in need of donations for mothers and their young ones. Many are tax-deductible, and the items go into circulation immediately. It's a great feeling when the items you no longer need can be put to use by someone who is in desperate need. With two girls, I do sometimes feel bad for the little one. Hand-me-downs make my life easier, but maybe not hers. Granted, some of those things have never been worn, but it's still not the same as picking out new clothes. I try hard to balance the amount of new stuff for each of them. As they get older, they're also more involved in the process. Big Sister likes packing things up, and Little Sister likes telling Big Sister exactly what she wants to have. We're getting to the point where they're actually a lot closer in size now, which will likely put an end to this hand-me-down situation sooner rather than later. I, for one, cannot wait to get that space back in the garage. I know plenty of people who are really awesome at the upsell, resell, recycle, and donation of all the stuff their kids no longer need, from clothes to toys to cribs and everything in between. I would love to hear some of your hand-me-down hacks. Take a screenshot of this post, tag me on social, and drop in your hack for a fellow mom out there. There's definitely no need to recreate the wheel when it comes to these things. I'd love to hear what you do with your items that you no longer need. And who knows, maybe your tip will inspire someone else to upsell or recycle or donate. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.